0: Future Proof Extra with Jonathan McRae. Proudly supported by Science Foundation Ireland on News Talk.
1: Now, the question could be asked this week whether or not we've been made futile as a reproductive species. Because This week, researchers in the University of Cambridge and the United States announced their creation of synthetic human embryos that do not need either eggs or sperm. To explore how they did this and the practical implications, Dr. David Walsh, chairman of First IVF, joins me now. David, um, we've spoken before about um, three-parent babies and so on. This is an extraordinary
0: development. Talk me through the science of what has been done here, please. Okay. Essentially, it comes down to what the definition of a pluripotent cell is. And any cell that can potentially become any differentiated cell is a pluripotent cell. So could that turn into a cell line for diabetes for argument's sake so this would be the core of regenerative medicine so this is
1: uh, i kind of use the the metaphor of it's
0: kind of like a blank scrabble piece exactly exactly yeah. so uh it's it's a stem cell from it's a diploid cell so it has the full complement of 46 in a human 46 uh, xy chrom- or xx and xy chromosomes so um but it, it's it's pluripotency that's the issue now to date What's happened is everything went back to 14 days. So at 14 days, in fact on day 15, the primitive streak is developed. And that's where you as a specific unique human being come into play. The and primitive that's why streak. Primitive streak. Yeah. And it's never heard. It's that a, yeah, it's a differentiation of the cell layers. So when you're a blastocyst, you've got your afterbirth cells around you called trophectoderm, and then you are the inner cell mass which is just a bunch of cells, which funny, even at that stage are a mixture of normal and abnormal cells. But eventually you sort of, generally speaking, eradicate the abnormal cells and become whatever your chromosomal uh, normal complement is. So then the differentiation starts. You've got the ectoderm and the endoderm fundamentally, and then the mesoderm comes in eventually too. So the ectoderm becomes the your spine and, and the neural cont- uh, elements and skin, sort of those elements of your body. And then the Uh, Endoderm is your gut and your lungs and your organs internally. So this is the first point. So Dame Mary Warnock was the person who set up the commission that established the legal framework for IVF way back in the day when IVF started. And she said, 14 days and no further shalt thou go. Because on the 15th day, you're of a primitive streak. You can't twin anymore. You're now that unique individual, which has begun to differentiate. So what these guys have been doing is what they're calling them is embryoid. So they're not human embryos, they're stem cells, which have nearly the same capacity, and they've allowed them to grow. And so the regulatory environment around them is is not as specific as for the human embryo. And that seems to be what's in play here, is that these entities are going to then say, well, uh, as as somebody from uh, Robin Lovell-Badge said very coherently from the Francis Crick Institute, if the intention is that these embryo models are very like normal embryos, then perhaps we should treat them the same. So from a, uh, a regulatory point of view, they may well bring these embryoids under the category of embryos to say, yes, you can go to 14 days, but not beyond.
1: Right. So because Extreme. once you go past 14, there's the ethical question of, um, of, of, of uh, what? The beginning of a living thing or what, why, Absolutely. why 14 Absolutely. days?
0: Well, that is, that is the reason you now have the template, a structure template for a unique human being, uh, and, but, but not. Before, but before that, that doesn't apply. So this is now the point that Mary Warnock uh, determined was the the point of time. But but um, when do we start
1: feeling things or having some sort of cognitive function or developing
0: anything? Oh. Close to that? Surely that's if, much if much later. If right? cognition is based on the presence of neurons, then day twenty two is all oh, right. Okay, So not that much later. No, no not, just not a week later. Okay. A week later.
1: So the question you're 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 trying to answer there is very interesting. That these uh, embryos or, or embryo-like things didn't come from sperm or cells, so should they fall That's under right. the legislation of that, right. that governs these um, uh, normal uh, embryos? Even before that, um, uh, David, like these, have, these are these come from skin cells. Is that
0: right? These are embryo uh, stem cells. Yes, embryonic stem cells. But but are they? Uh, but uh, do they come human. from skin? They come. Well, these are actually human embryonic stem cells, so they That's are. So they are a mixture of um, what they say is they're synthetic, but they're a mixture of embryonic and extraembryonic cells is what they've called them. So they call them synthetic. So they don't, as you say, come under the regulatory structure of, of embryo cells per se, and therefore the regulations say the minimum amount of time should be allowed for experimentation and research. But they don't define is that fourteen days or twenty-one days.
1: Right. Um, these, uh, could this exact same procedure be done with reprogrammed skin cells, though? Or
0: Yes, if else? you can get them back to, this, this is the whole point, how far back in that pluripotency chain can you go? So I suppose the embryo is ground zero, and then anything that's more differentiated, it has now pre-programmed activity, so it doesn't quite have the same potential to become any cell. And, and the more down that line it goes, the less or the more restricted its programming is.
1: Right. So I, I suppose maybe we shouldn't be so surprised that uh, an embryoid can come from embryonic stem cells?
0: Yes, that's true. Um, they, it's, it's, what they're trying to do is you're using these as embryoid. So they're similar to, but not identical to. So they have limitations. There's been no, people have tried to put these in animal models back in to see would they result in pregnancies and in, in, in live births. But to date, there's been no report of successful Um, babies in animal species uh, arising from these embryoid structures.
1: What are the ethical implications of creating embryos that
0: don't come from sperm or egg cells? Essentially, you could take any stem cell from anybody. And we're back to the cloning issue, I suppose, essentially. Um, And what were the problems with Dolly the sheep? Now, one of the problems was, um, of course, premature aging. So one of the characteristics of in the cloning situation was that these sheep, the telomeres at the end of each uh, spindle uh, were degraded and sort of older than they would have otherwise been, and therefore it, it resulted in more degenerative diseases and a shorter life. You're but talking about
1: the you're talking about the 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 telomeres at the end of the DNA.
0: Yes, uh, the, 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 the holds that create the coherence. With which the the d and so the, the longer you live, the shorter your telomeres are, and so they're a very good predictor of your length of life, actually. And some people have very long telomeres, so there tends to be associated with long living relatives in their family. And some people have short telomeres.
1: But but this is uh, this is positive news, I suppose, in terms of research that we can create um, these embryoids without. Um, without using uh, sperm and uh, and egg, isn't that that a good thing that we, we have more options for
0: research? Absolutely. And I mean, it means then you can really start to use this as a model for investigating sort of the last frontier for us, I suppose, on the fertility side is the interface between the blastocyst and the implanting lining. And this allows us then to utilize this as a model of well, are there certain enzymes or other you know, compounds which may assist or detract? And what, is, what are the, the reasons why some people get pregnant so easily and some people don't or indeed some people miscarry? So it really gives you a, a, a scientific framework within which you can test your hypotheses, whatever they may be.
1: How well do we understand exactly what goes on in these cells, uh, all the machinery, the chemical processes, the, the physical changes that happen as they develop? Because if we're taking stem cells that haven't come from an egg or a sperm and then using them to model you know, other embryos that actually have come from that system – How well can we identify the differences between those? I mean, are they a perfect model? Is is this embryoid exactly the same as an embryo
0: would be? No, no, no. And I think the truth is we don't really. I mean, even conventional embryology is being reimagined sort of real time by the introduction of of what we talked about before, these artificial intelligence systems. And what we now understand is that our our pre-existing understanding, even of conventional embryos, is actually very faulty. And so there's a whole, uh, this is really a sort of opening up the black box, I suppose, of what happens, what do these cells do and how they determine their capacity and ability to progress, to become a human being.
1: If you are, you know, tinkering with the DNA that, that ends up being, you know, the DNA of a, of a living human, um, have we seen in the past, uh, you know, mistakes being made that have affected the germline? Um, you know, that would pass down from one generation to another. Is there a, is there a worry that if we um, if we don't fully understand how these cells develop into blastocysts and, and then into embryos, uh, that we don't um, we don't fully know what will happen
0: in one, two, three generations' time? Absolutely, we one hundred percent don't know that, and and that's why people are so cautious because we genuinely don't understand it. Um, so yes, I think we, we know that we don't know. And so that's why this allows us, I think the benefit is, albeit within some sort of enhanced structure that we can experiment, but do it in controlled circumstances, but then that's not to stop other people. And, and, you know, there are places that have a looser regulatory structure, and they will be pushing this. The only benefit I would say is that mother nature has a pretty good system in play. I mean, that's at the end of the day why not every woman miscarries, but why many women miscarry is that mother nature is able to determine which is an abnormal embryo. So help to, to differentiate that. And, and they just don't have that genetic capacity. So our limitations are a lot much bigger than our capabilities.
1: Right. So there, there is a, a sort of a line of defense um, that that prevents uh, errors in evolution. And yes. That is, that is um, sometimes yes. miscarriage. Um, yes. wh- the obvious question, which I probably should have started this interview with, what's the benefit of this? Why don't we just use embryos that have come from sperm and egg cells?
0: Well, I suppose it's the ethics around, uh, you know, these are potential human beings and therefore our sensibility and our sensitivity to these are nascent human beings in, in, in embryo, literally. And therefore, if we've got a better model that doesn't tread into that sort of sacred space uh, from an ethical point of view, then, that, then we can play with, you know, well, this X compound might adjust the modeling and you might get much enhanced implantation or much reduced, indeed, if you want to. For right. termination, for example. So you're not in that legal framework. So even if they do, think they're, they're probably not going to give the same protection to these as they would to a human embryo, but they will give some limited, maybe a, a middle grade um, protection, but not for life itself.
1: This sort of strips the emotional uh, re- reaction to, yes. to embryos that have come, even though at 14 days, you know, there's nothing close to, uh, you know, as you call the the primitive streak. We don't we don't have anything that really is we could call human in 14 days. It, people still see that as the potential for life, whereas this is sort of a a model That's that right. doesn't come from 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 uh, the the egg or sister sperm cell.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. So there's less uh, ethical concerns. But there still are concerns. So, I mean, look, the, the, this has not been, we don't know ultimately. And the only way, I suppose, ultimately is that you follow this in a structured way. And, and how will it pan out? I mean, it's hard to know. The, the limitations on the cloning side suggest strongly that there will be huge limitations on, on these as if it was seriously intended that they would result in live-born children either human or obviously animal species which is mostly what the research has been done on to date yeah and
1: and, and that's presumably because it's not easy to to get your hands on um women's eggs or or men's well, i suppose men's sperm is probably a bit easier but women's eggs are uh are are, are very precious there aren't many of them um, right. and presumably it's much harder to get your hands on uh, human eggs for um for research even though that the, the potential is huge it's it's a tricky thing to do to get people to consent is it
0: yeah, I think it's a fantastic scientific model this for for, you know, controlled experimentation and learning about what that interface is and I think that really is where the 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 huge benefit of this will be for regenerative medicine, for genetics, for understanding implantation, for, particularly for people who are struggling to to get and stay pregnant.
1: Well, Dr. David Walsh, chairman of First IVF, thanks for your time. Thank you.
0: Future Proof Extra.
1: With Jonathan McRae.
0: Proudly supported by Science Foundation Ireland. On
1: News Talk.